Hello, my beautiful beanies, and welcome to The Bean for Thursday. First with yesterday's news, I and Glenn ZB, we're looking back Wednesday. Uh, is it kosher to give cash at a wedding? Uh, what's the point of light wine? Uh, what's the most random thing you've ever stolen as a memento from somewhere famous? And uh, again, is it okay to take your dog to bed? Blah. Uh, but before any of that, uh, this vaping is getting out of control and nobody seems to be doing anything about it. And why would the kids choose to do it? The same way kids choose to do things that we know are harmful to them, like drinking too much and driving too fast. In the case of the e-cigs, it's because it tastes good, because it feels good to inhale deeply and then exhale, especially when you leave a plume of smoke behind you. Because adults are concerned that this might be bad for them and teenagers instinctively want to brass us off. They want to be rebellious. We say, don't do that. They go, oh, you just watch me. Even when they know that it's probably going to be at a cost to their own health. And this is where the government needs to step in. Jenny Salisa has promised legislation before Christmas and that the reason it's taking so long is, and I quote, given the high level of concern around vaping products, the government wants to get this right. The sooner we have legislation the sooner parents and principals will have the reinforcement and the teeth to ban vaping in the home and on school grounds. Right now, because there are no restrictions and because it's not illegal, kids can do what they like. And it seems that they really, really like vaping. It's really weird. I think everybody wants some vaping regulations and they just don't seem to be coming at all anywhere. So something is obviously going on behind the scenes, obviously pressure from big tobacco or something, because I don't want to sound like a conspiracy theorist, but otherwise, wouldn't it be happening? It's really weird. I don't know what's happening. Uh, Now, uh, so toasters, um, crockery, oh, cash. We'll just have cash at the wedding, thanks. I feel like I sit kind of in the middle. Um, so my husband and I, we got married five years ago, and we asked for what well, we said we prefer. Actually, I don't know how we worded it. Quite well, I hope. <laughs> yeah. um, but we were saying preferably either money or vouchers to, I think it was, Farmers and Harvey Normans. Yeah. Um, so we hadn't lived together. So we had nothing, like not even a toast or a jug between us. So for us, the money was I get, yeah, was our way of setting up home. Right. Um, so I, I feel, yeah, I get the whole uncomfortableness around paying for a honeymoon. Like, I think mm. um, that does sit a little bit uncomfortably with me as well. Um, and to be honest, if I got asked to a wedding where that was the situation, I'd probably just buy them a gift anyways. Mm. Um yeah. But you've but said a yeah. good point there, Hannah, that for you guys, you didn't have anything. You wanted, you know, yeah. money was actually helping you get a, a start in your life together. So that's kind of a nice yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but in saying that, I looking back now, I almost wonder if gifts would have been more helpful because I was very silly. <laughs> With you, good on you. Oh, I see you've come round to my side. Good on no, you, Hannah. No. Hey, Hannah, before we let you go, because we're late, but I'll read you this text. Hey, guys, great discussion. I was talking to a friend um, the other day, and they were invited to the niece's wedding. The niece and her partner had a fantastic income, both of them. They owned their own home. They were about 30, and they asked for cash for their honeymoon. I reckon that is a bit cheeky. Um, what do you think, says Rob? So you'd but agree Would it be cheeky if they said, here's an invitation to our wedding, they don't say anything about it, and everybody knows if you're invited to a wedding, you're supposed to bring a gift? 
Why yeah. is it? Why with a, if a person's filthy rich and own their own home and all that sort of stuff, is it cheeky for them to expect you to bring a gift? No, well, why no, why probably, is that not cheeky? I mean, the real way to get around this, of course, is to just never, ever, ever get married, and then it's just not an issue. Uh, would you be serving light wine at that wedding? What is a light wine? We describe it as single-digit alcohol, so it's less than 10% alcohol. Uh, most wines that uh, your listeners will consume will be in the order of 125 13.5%, up to 15%. So wine is defined between 85 and 15, mm-hmm. but the majority of full-strength wines will sit in that sort of band of 13 to 14% alcohol. In the past, I guess, people have been a bit put off by lighter wine because it's meant lighter flavour. Is that still the case? Uh, it's not the case. Uh, it's certainly a, a limitation for us with the introduction of these new wines. It's effectively a new category of wine, and it's quite an educational element to actually dispel the myths of the past and actually say, hang on, we're making these wines to be equivalent to the full-strength wines that you've come become accustomed to, so not giving up the flavour and all those wonderful mm. elements of wine, but uh, giving up 25 or 30% of the alcohol. So why is it that people are taking it up with the white wine but not so much the red wine? Uh, the challenge is more on the production side. Uh, red wine is much more challenging to make wines in the, these alcohol levels. So we have one company here in New Zealand, a pioneer in the lighter wine space, and that's John Forrest and family here in Blenheim that are making a Pinot Noir at 9.5% alcohol. So that's a significant reduction, but it's very challenging. So it's really a production challenge rather than our consumers would love to have wines at night, uh, red wines at 9.5% alcohol. I mean, my theory with uh, alcohol is that it should have alcohol in it. That's just, I'm, I'm old-fashioned that way. Otherwise, why would you drink it? Wouldn't you just have Sparkling Duet? Remember Sparkling Duet? No? Okay, just me. Uh, yeah. Uh, last night, Tim was talking uh, things that you've nicked from famous places. Um, I probably shouldn't mention the company, but I will. I was um, employed uh, with um, what was Forestry Corporation. Oh, yeah. And um, I was charged with closing down the Auckland office and I had to pack up everything and box it all up and, you know, get rid of it. Yep. And the one thing that I pilfered from all of that was a, a little, very um, sturdy brass letter opener with Pan Pacific Hotels written all over it. Oh, well, it had been Isn't pilf- that terrible? No, because it had been pilfered already, I'd say. Exactly. With the pan- exactly. Actually, a, a nice brass letter opener. Mm. I think that's that's a perfectly acceptable uh, pilfer. I think we can give you the ding of approval on that one. Uh, yeah, Thank there we you. go. We approve of that uh, that pilfering there, Joan. Thank you. Thank you. As I said to your your watchdog, this is a little little wee 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 thing. But but what? I think if you pilfer something that has previously been pilfered, yes. I think you're okay. We're, we're putting you in the clear. You may you have absolution from from Pope Timothy here. Okay? Oh. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Good on you, Jane. Bye-bye. <laughs> My watchdog. <laughs> Dan, I'm not sure if I'd describe him as a watchdog. What would we describe him as? Would he be a watchdog? I don't think he's actually got the authority to pardon people. I might be wrong about that. Uh, 
I'll just have to review the regulations of overnight talkback hosts. Um, and just how much... I think they can marry people legally, but I don't know if they can pardon people for crimes. But like I say, I might be wrong. Uh, I know, it's one thing I'm definitely not wrong about. You should never, ever take any kind of animal to bed with you. I raised the issue of the dog sleeping in our bed because my daughter's away on school camp and the dog usually, to be fair, sleeps with her. Yes, in her bed, tucked up under the duvet, head on the pillow. They're both so cosy, it's quite a feat to wake them up in the mornings. But with my daughter away, the dog this week is sleeping with us. I feel under pressure to explain that she's just a small dog. <laughs> Tiny, in fact. A mere three kilos of white fluff. She is also, as a Maltese, a companion dog. Companion meaning she loves and needs to be around people all the time. Not a tire-up-on-the-deck-leave-her-outside-all-day-and-night kind of dog. So why is that disgusting? Tons of people sleep with their cats on their bed, don't they? And if your dog is a beloved part of your family, and clearly we're dog people, I'll grant you that, then why is it so wrong that she sleeps on the bed? I checked with my boss and fellow dog owner after the show yesterday and asked if their dog sleeps on their bed. He does. And not only that, they're often joined by small children too. That is one crowded bed. In fact, it made me wonder how many of us are sleeping with kids and animals every night. But others were grossed out. Why? Most dogs are probably cleaner than half the toddlers carrying daycare bugs that wander into parents' beds all the time, surely. I know this may fly in the face of the old master-dog relationship rules, and I know for many people without dogs it might seem weird, but if you're a dog person, I think you get it. I can't even conceive of putting the dog outside. She's not a farm dog, she's a family dog, and in my opinion, a much-loved family pet is more than welcome on the bed. Um, yeah, basically, don't put anything in bed with you at all. Uh, no animals, no people. Just go by yourself. It's better for everyone. Um, certainly, you know, I've been told that I, I'm very unpleasant to be in bed with. Uh, reek of garlic, you know, that kind of thing. Hot, sweaty, restless snore disgusting what, what, so yeah, and that's just me let alone an animal uh, I am Glenn ZB never go to bed with me um, I want to make that quite clear this has really not worked out the way I'd planned but that's News Talk ZB and we'll do it again tomorrow <laughs>